When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, very good morning, everyone. Julian King of the chair for Matty White. Over the next few weeks, of course, Matthew having a well-earned break and he has handed me the keys to the program. I have promised him that it will return fully detailed and with a tank full of premium. Sport never stops, of course. We have our eyes on the cricket and much, much more. Great to have you along this morning, wherever you tuned in. SEN 1170am in Sydney and via the SEN app. Our friends in Queensland, so north of the Tweed, are going to join us in the next hour of the program through SENQ 693 in Brisbane, 1620 in the Gold Coast. So those lousy farmers. So daylight saving stuff again, it's wreaking habit. Join the conversation on the program this morning. The open line number 1300 01 1170 and the text line 0457 736 736. Interestingly, because Brandy's wrapped up for the year, just having a look at the text line here, uh, hit and miss, I reckon, in terms of some of the song suggestions. I saw something, was it Bill Withers? Very nice. Reminds me of that great joke, how do you turn a duck into a soul singer? Put it in the oven and wait till it Bill Withers. Ha-ha. Weather across the listening area today, Sydney, max 30, partly cloudy, slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm in the outer west during the afternoon and early evening. And, of course, set for a scorcher, tip to go above 40 degrees tomorrow. On the show today, Dougie Bollinger is going to be along to talk about the start of the Big Bash and, of course, the Australian cricketing summer. We'll chat rugby with Christy Doran from the Raw. Big news, of course, or big coup, really, for rugby league with the signing of Mark Nwanganetawazi to the Roosters. On less money by the way. That is key on less money. You know, how much of a punch in the guts is that for the game that they play in heaven? Eddie sniffing around Japan again too, to absolutely no one else's surprise. Chris Nelson from SEN Track is going to give us his best for all the racing at Randwick at Eagle Farm tomorrow. Jaleesa Apps will join us. I suspect, I don't know, but knowing JA as I do, I reckon part of our conversation will be concentrated on the performance of Luke Bateman in The Bachelor. And I'll leave it at that. And Sydney FC's Luke Bratton the captain there of the Sky Blues is going to chat the big game tomorrow night against MacArthur FC. I'll ask him too about the heat. I mean, it's 40 degrees. I mean, how do you play? Even at 7.45 at night, expecting it to still be pretty sticky. You know, how do you have to deal with that? It's a winter sport played in summer. 2am, Tommy is, of course, here for the ride as well. We look forward to his evangelism, as we do every day on the program. We've got Nick on the tools today uh, doing the double. Premier League action this morning. Not good news for Andrew Spurs. So leading 1-0, 98th minute now. They're trailing... West Ham, 2-1. So not going to plan. Jonathan Liu from the Garden, I'm sure. Guardian, I'm, Guardian, I'm sure, will be happy about that. As I said, they led 1-0, and now they're trailing the Hammers 2-1. The men's big bash, of course, it got underway last night. Nice to know it wasn't the first of 13,227 group games, a sensibly reduced tournament this year, of course, and you know, by and large, sometimes less is more. Just look at the NFL. Well done to the Brisbane Heat. Colin Munro, the veteran, now, they're normally slow starters, the Brisbane Heat. 99, they thumped the Melbourne Stars by 103 runs to open their account. 99 of 61 he hit at the Gabba. Unfortunately for big Colin Munro, denied a century, knocked a single, that Maxi Bryan hit the final three balls of the Heat's innings of four. And Max Bryan, if you've seen him play, he can hit him. Bang, bang, bang. Look, I know it's a team game. You might say, yeah, I don't care. I'm just happy to get the win. But inside, you must think, oh, you bugger. You bugger. Just just chip a single. Allow me to get to my 100, please. 
three for 214. Monster total. And then the Melbourne Stars, who traditionally like to chase, Glenn Maxwell's side, reduced to 111. 23 off 14 for Maxi. They gave him a bit of a cheer as he walked out to the middle. Briefly threatened another miracle innings and then uh, picked out the man with a reverse sweep on Mitch Swepson, uh, the wristy. Three for 23, bold well, Swepo. But 99, 99, there's something to discuss. Can you recall any test match 99s? Delve into the memory bank on the program this morning. Steve Waugh, Simon Kadich. There's been a few around. 0457 736 736. Can you remember any 99s or more broadly speaking, stranded? Those stranded. Tonight we've got the Sixers and the Renegades. Steve Smith back for the Magenta Men. And of course, you can hear every ball live right here on SEN to Monica Oval. The PM's 11 trail Pakistan by 242 runs. They've got eight weeks in the shed. So the visitors declared at nine for 391. Sean Massoud, 201, not uh, really troubled. Jordan Buckingham. Five wickets, well done to this 23-year-old, the young man. Smart bowler that he is, Jordan Buckingham. And let's not forget, he only got picked in the side because Michael Nisa was sore, who ended up playing for the Heat last night anyway. Talk about taking your opportunities. And there's so much talk, so much talk, and it will continue throughout the summer, dare I say, about who's going to replace Davey Warner at the top of the order once he calls curtains on his test career. Marcus Harris, Cameron Bancroft, Matt Renshaw. Seems to be a race in three, although... Don't discount Will Pukowski. Well, they're vying for that, for want of a better expression, soon to be vacant test opener spot. Scott Starts didn't go on to make a big 100, though. Marcus Harris, 49. Cam Bancroft, 53. Uh, they'd be ruining that. Two for 149. They finished A2. The PM's 11. Chance for Matt Renshaw today. Another candidate, of course, to take David Warner's gig when he retires eventually. Unbeaten on 18, so Matty Renshaw will be looking to go very, very big today. Now, I've got a bone to pick with Matthew White. He did his, what, yesterday, top 10 sporting stories for 2023. Now, could be wrong. I note that he did not have Australia's Cricket World Cup triumph in his top 10. That is what I call a controversial omission. Now, I know everybody's entitled to their opinion, but Matthew, I mean this with the deepest respect, your list sucks. And I'll leave it at that. Now, a bit happening around the world in the sport of rugby, of course. Christy Doran, we're going to be speaking to him on the program today across it all. The news broke yesterday about Star Wallabies winger Mark Nawangana Tawasi signing with the Chookies for 2025. Of course, Joey Sualee, he's going the other way. Uh, Anthony Tupu, most likely. Or Tommy will confirm, will move on at the end of 2024, I'd imagine. Rugby Australia will play this down. I say, yeah, it's disappointing, but we, we're flush for our side backs. They'll play it down. In fact, they have. And already I've seen just on, on various sites, forums and whatnot, some of the rah-rah types say, ah, no big loss, yeah, he's all right. But look, he's got defensive deficiencies. Make no mistake, this is a blow. This is a blow to the sport of rugby, as much as they'd like to sugarcoat it. Rugby is at its lowest ebb in this country at the moment. And the PR about losing a young gun winger to a rival code is, has to hurt them. It has to hurt them, despite the dismissals. As Christy Doran wrote in the Raw yesterday, you know, the Roosters had actually pushed for a three-year deal. Uh, Mark Nwangana Tawasi has left open the opportunity to return to rugby ahead of the World Cup. So he's going to be a free agent by the end of 2027. I like how he's playing this. He's backing himself. The Rugby Australia CEO, Phil War naturally expressed his disappointment. He released a statement yesterday morning, said Mark's been a strong player over the last 12 months. However, and there it is, however, 
the outside backs are a position of strength for us with great depth coming through. But it's not about the money. He's set to earn more if he'd stayed at rugby. Could have gone overseas as well. Could have signed for Japanese clubs, French French clubs. But Doanga Netawasi met with Trent Robinson, the Chalkies coach, in the days after returning home from Europe last month, immediately impressed. Who does that sound like? Sounds like Brandon Smith. I wonder if he cooked for him, Robbo. And since met with Rob on a couple of occasions, he's a master salesman, isn't he, Trent Robinson? Effectively a straight replacement for Joseph Suwali, who's Waratah slash Wallabies bound. Mega deal, of course. And they've still got their eyes on another rugby player, Matt Jorgensen. Of course, great pedigree there with his old man. But again, he could have earned more money in rugby. So that's why... Losing Mark Noanganitawasi to Rugby League is a blow because he took less, less cash to go and mix it with the Mungos. It's slapping the face stuff. Maybe, I don't know, I'm speculating here, but maybe it was Uncle Nick's dinner at Beppy's. What did it? Who knows? But anyway, he was keen for a sea change. He's an exciting player. Believed it was either now or never if he wanted to fulfil his dream of playing in the NRL. Good luck to him. His father, Sevaloni, played Rugby League for the Tigers. He's never shied away from expressing his interest in exploring other opportunities. Mark Nwanga Tawasi now, the first since our very own rat, Matty Rogers, to return to the NRL as a current wallaby. Current wallaby. Good luck to him. Nothing wrong with backing yourself. Short-term contracts. Is, you know what? I'll keep my options open. Back myself. Maybe I'll go back to rugby. Good luck to him. I like it. I think it's refreshing. He's a fine young player. Welcome to rugby league soon. And speaking of rugby players coming to league, it's not uncommon, as we know, for for backs to do it. Far more uncommon for forwards where the positions are even more specialised. New Zealand super rugby back rower Hugh Renton. I don't know much about him. He's in talks with the Dragons, would you believe, about a potential mid-season switch. So I saw this crop up yesterday in my news feed. I had to do a little bit of digging. He's 27, so hitting his prime. Plays for the Highlanders in the super rugby competition. Known for his aggressive style. And if a deal is sorted, he'd be available for the Dragons after the Super Rugby season finishes in June. That'd be a quick transition to make, wouldn't it? As I said, I didn't know much about Hugh Renton, so I flicked a message to our dear mate Staffy, Mark Stafford from SENZ. He said he's a hard-running loose forward, had a few years of injury, but has had a really good last couple of years. I guess there's only one question, though, when it comes to signing rugby backs, and in this case, Hugh Renton from the Highlanders. One question, Dragons fans. Is he going to be A, Scotty Goulet, or B, Garrick Morgan? Time will tell, if he comes at all. If he comes at all. And to no one's surprise, Eddie Jones met with Japan Rugby Union officials yesterday about the vacant uh, Japan coaching gig. So there you have it. So, you know how we talked about Mark Nawanganitawasi, short-term deals. Well, on the flip side of that, what about this for a long-term deal? So we know about the monster deal given to Tino at the Titans, Talmalolo's 10-year contract with the Cowboys. This is not quite as big, but it is still a monster. Hamole Olakautu has signed a new $7 million-plus eight-year contract. Eight-year contract. Eye-watering stuff. Formally announced yesterday, negotiations have been going on throughout much of this year, and a lot of rival circling, of course, is a damaging right-edge player, Hamole. Dragons are sniffing around, West Tigers sniffing around, the hard-hitting back rower. So work that out, do the maths. It's about $900,000 a season for the next eight years. Eight years. 
was already under contract, by the way, Ola Kao, too, for 2024. has been tied down now with a view to making him an eagle for life. That's according to CEO Tony Mestroff. So think about the Eagles, right? Manley's marquee deals. You've got Daly Cherry Evans. Salary drops below seven figures for 2024. The Draboyevich brothers. Josh Schuster. Luke Brooks. So DCE, Tom and Jake, Josh Schuster, chew up almost five million bucks for the club salary cap. So that's almost half for five players. That is a huge show of faith in Hamola. Great player. No one's doubting his ability. But 900,000 a year, over eight years, I'm against long-term contracts. You know, unless it's Buddy to Sydney, eight years. You know what? I'm going to defer to Manly fans for that one. I want to hear from Eagles supporters today because we know Matty White's a mad Manly fan. 0457 736 736. And likewise, give us a call on the open line, 1300 01170. 900,000, eight-year contract. Good business or bad business? Manly, your thoughts? Generally, players are worth what you're willing to pay for them. And sometimes you've got to go big to stave off all the rivals stiffing around. But, you know, eight-year contracts, I'm just wary. Could do it at an ACL two, three times and then what? 900 grand a year. That is a lot to have on your books. 0457 736 736. Well, there was movement at the station for the word had got around that Adam Fenua Blake might come your way. You might have seen this in the telly yesterday. So the West Tigers, by the way, the first club in that four-way race for Fenua Blake's signature. They are the first, as we said, to make a formal offer to the Warriors forward. So apparently the Tigers have tabled a four-year deal from 2025 around about a million bucks a season. I can get behind four-year deals, more so than eight-year deals. And, of course, we know the other clubs in the hunt for Fenua Blake services include the Bulldogs, the Dragons and the Sharkies. Some are saying the Sharkies are a bit of a dark horse to land his signature. They are all expected to put their offers to the star prop over the next seven to ten days. Now, the Tigers, by the way, also preparing to splash some cash to secure Jerome Luai. They're prepared to offer him, as we know, it's been reported, about 4.5 mil for a four-year deal. So wait to see what the collateral damage there is at the Tigers. Maybe they hold off on the Olam transfer. In particular, you know, Papali'i could be one to go. Shane Flanagan, though, Dragons coach, up the ante on the Red V's chances of nabbing for Noah Blake, was emerged as one of the NRL's premier forwards. He said, look, I think we're a good chance. He's meeting all the clubs. He can write his own ticket, can't he? So Fanua Blake's going to return to Sydney over Christmas, where he's expected to tour the facilities of all four clubs vying for a signature. So like Flanagan, you've got Gus and, and Ciro, Cameron Sorrell at Canterbury. They're in the midst of this huge roster overhaul. And they want to add a bit of power, a bit of mongrel in that forward pack. Three years left on his Warriors deal, as we know, but will return to Sydney at the end of 2024 after the club granted him a release on compassionate grounds. As for Jerome, look, we know the situation. Nothing more to add, really. He's back at training. For what it's worth, I think he will stay at Penrith. I read the other day that they are still very confident that he will stay at the foot of the mountains. I'm not as certain as I was a couple of months back. But I hope he stays. He's Penrith through and through. But having said that, if he decides he wants to step out of Nathan Cleary's shadow and test himself and try and lift a team from cellar dwellers to final contenders, then you can't knock somebody for doing that. You just go, well, I've won premierships. What other challenges do I have in my career? Of course, the money doesn't hurt. I saw that photo of Spencer Lenu in Rooster's gear. Brought a smile to 2am Tommy's ears and he said, look, I see myself as a starting prop. I love Penrith. I needed to challenge myself. I think he's, what, started three of about 80 games. 
He wants to test himself. Can't knock it. What about this farce in the NBL last night? Sydney Kings against Cairns Taipans, leading 48-37. to 37. This is at halftime. Both teams ready to resume playing at the start of the third quarter, but guess what? Shot clock wasn't working. Do you want to bash the VAR? I mean, this is, this is amateur hour. Actually don't know what caused the technical problem. This was at the Cairns Convention Centre. Players and spectators were just sitting there, twiddling their thumbs for 51 minutes. 51 minutes before play resumed. Farcical scenes. And sure enough, the shot clock still wasn't working. Both teams agreed to play out the game with a shot, without a shot clock and no risk of a 24-second violation. It was ridiculous. So the Kings won, by the way, 86 to 83. But it's just sort of like, you know, in, when you watch soccer football, they're just sort of ticky-tack, just kicking to each other. The defensive line, there's no shot clock. So they just pass it for as long as keep possession. It's, it was very weird. It was very, very weird. 0457 736 736. We are up and running for a Friday morning here on the Matty White Morning Show. Julian King in the chair. 99's Colin Munro had the 99 last night. Can you think of any 99's in cricket? Did you witness any live memories of that? And Manly fans, not just Manly fans, but rugby league fans, what are your thoughts on this eight-year deal given to Hamala Olakautu? by the Manly Seagulls Football Club at about 900000 a year. Is that good business or not good business? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Anything else happening in the world of sport? If you want to talk openers, Renshaw, Bancroft, maybe you want Travis said, maybe you want Cameron Green. Happy to hear your thoughts on that as well. The open line number, 1300 0111 73 call. And the text, they are starting to roll in like a tsunami, 0457 736 736. Jules in the chair for Matty White this Friday morning.